0: Time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you.
1: The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? wrestling fans welcome to the pain clinic for december 30th just a couple holidays today uh we've got uh let's see what were those holidays that kind of went by real quick bacon day okay i don't know whatever that is and i mean who doesn't love bacon it's bacon day every day around here uh national bicarbonate of soda day uh Couple birthdays today uh, in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, we have Impact's PCO. He's 56 today. Just signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling, too. So, congratulations to PCO and happy birthday. And also, Eddie Edwards is 40 today. So, uh, mm-hmm. Eddie Edwards, another Impact wrestler as well, uh, famous in Ring of Honor, many places. Uh, Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, and Donuts Delight Empire at Culver. Hey, interested in roller derby, you want to be a skater officiate? Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby. If you're into the men's team, Flower City Fear, F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. We always are looking for more help. Welcome to the show. Uh, I am your humble host, the Cash Man. Uh, I am joined today by d danger Boy. How are you going? How's it going, Danger? Doing doing pretty well. All right. Oh, you know what the funny thing is? I didn't plug it. Uh, I didn't plug something in. So hey, uh, yeah, and uh, there's one k- cable I forgot when we were putting things together here today. I forgot this morning. So, uh, and we are joined by Rob Sanderson. How are you doing, Rob?
0: If there, all right. So cash stash. What can we bring up right now while oh, he's gone? Oh, he oh, oh, he's back.
1: Now you should be able to hear fine. Sorry about that. <laughs> Cashman, man, oh, okay. cash man's dealing with something that's called uh COVID and uh, uh second time. And I've, I've done the show twice now when I was in the throes of COVID um, and uh, it's not fun. I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, cause it really hampered, uh, pretty much the holidays except for, I got to do Saturday and I'm glad I didn't give it to anybody because I, I don't know where I got it from, but man. This
0: thing's still real. Everybody folks. has it right now. Does it? I mean, is, is everybody? Every, I guess not everybody because I don't, and I would love for it to stay that way. But Yeah, yeah. It's, uh it's as common now as it's been in a very long time. I'm just
1: blown away how, uh, how uh, I mean, I've been very careful. And I must have got it because I work in a school district, and it must have happened before the end of the last week. But um, I'll just say that, you know, get your boosters, folks. This is a real thing. It's been... It's been a very uh, uh, rough week, uh, especially because it's a vacation week I had. So it's was like, yay, what did you do on vacation? Oh, I had COVID. It didn't get off my couch. Uh, I mean, I did catch up on a lot of things. I will say that, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> Does uh,
0: it feel the same as the first time around? Because I know somebody who has it right now who said it's 10 times worse for them this time. It, the first time.
1: You know, the first time was a headache for like three days. This, this And that's kind of what tipped me off um, last Sunday, uh, is that, uh, the headache started. And, uh, but beyond that, I think it's worse for me. I mean, I'm congested. I wasn't congested at all the first time around. I just couldn't eat anything. I couldn't hook you. And I kept a low grade fever the whole time. So
2: my, my second time was worse. I had it back in the end of September and my second time was worse, but not by much And I had congestion both times. That was my main, my main thing was I was just super congested. And like, Tears coming out of my eyes because I couldn't get rid of
1: the congestion type feel. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the congestion is terrible, but you know, I realized that you can actually fight it with over-the-counter stuff. So I've been able to subside those uh, side effects for a bit. So uh, luckily, but yeah, I've I survived it. That's a good thing. So, uh, but yeah, just be careful, folks. This stuff is real. We're here to talk World of Pro Wrestling. It's our last show of uh, 2023, and uh, you know, it's this year went by so. Gosh darn fast, um, and uh, I mean, you know, we got a pay per view tonight, or a live event, or no, it's a pay per view. It is. It's it's, it's a pay per view. It is a pay per view. It is uh, World's End. Uh, it's going on tonight. And we'll t- we'll definitely preview that. A couple other things I want to talk about on the show today as we go through things. Uh, you know, uh, we keep I keep asking who's the devil. I guess we're going to find out for sure tonight. So, but uh, we got big clues this week. We'll just say, uh, and we'll talk about that as well. Uh, Seth Rollins uh, uh, had a really nice um, post match uh, comment about uh, passing of Brody Lee, uh, the anniversary of it, as well as Bray Wyatt this past year when he was in MSG. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, some year end thoughts, and uh, you know, and some other things, uh, including Iron Claw came out this, you know, was out last week, and I've heard. I know a lot of people went and saw it, and uh, I have not yet. I was planning to. I had like a whole week off. You know, I was going to see Aquaman and I was going to see, uh, uh, Ironclaw. And you know what I saw? I saw the back of my eyelids and I saw the couch. Uh, so, uh, just, you know, but, uh, let's jump right in by talking about, I, you know, because WWE was like best of, except for NXT this week, uh, everything was a best of, um, we're going to, we, AEW is going to get a good run on the show today and they usually do anyways, but, uh. Let's talk about Dynamite this past week. You know if the you know Dynamite the live AEW program on Wednesday night, and uh, some surprising things I think happened on that show. Um, kind of some stuff maybe we rushed for the pay per view like the Sammy Guevara with uh, Don Callis stuff that was going on uh yeah, let's talk about it okay you can't
0: see my face because apparently it doesn't want to give me a button to turn my video on
1: oh okay still. really hmm.
0: i don't know if i should go out and come back in but yeah that, but that's my reaction to sammy going back with jericho again why why can we please just separate them it's been almost like five years of this it's been over four years of this like
2: i saw I saw someone do the the breakdown. Sammy's been off TV for for a good fortunate time since so September, he turned,
1: right? Yeah. yeah,
2: he turned a week and a half before the, his last match, so he was healed for a week and a half before he turned back. That we actually saw him on
0: screen. Yeah, I barely even remember that. I was gonna say yeah. it, it happened. Didn't it happen at a pay
1: per view? Wasn't it? At, uh, I can't remember what pay per view it was, but it happened. Yeah, he turned and went with Don Callis again, you know, against Jericho uh and then uh and then the but but you know i just the, the whole you know i mean to be honest with you i couldn't tell you if he had a live baby or a baby doll in his hand okay when he was flipping out over the picture of him with a baby in his hand uh you know i know i know they're using that as an as the avenue in which to have the falling out with i understand that but Uh, you know, and then if you saw last night, uh, if you saw Rampage last night, you saw Jericho call out and this is weird because Rampage, it was, there you go. Rampage was a recorded show, uh, and Rampage and it started off with a promo and the crowd wasn't there whatsoever for that, that whole promo brings out Sammy Guevara and says, you know, why'd you do this? You know, let's talk about it. Let's get, you know, you know, and. Yeah, and now and now he's back with Jericho, and yeah, so it can be, you know, I mean, obviously he's not the devil, uh, you know. Uh, and by the way, I have a theory on that. Anyways, <laughs> coming up when we talk a little bit, but uh, who I think the devil is now, just because someone who showed up backstage last week who was not on TV, that was backstage at the show, and it's like, hmm, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, uh, and you know, I think what it was is, uh, you know. I think they just kind of wrote this in because they wanted to do the tag match still with Jericho and somebody. And it's like, why not? We, why not, you know, bring these two guys back together. Um, I don't know. Danger, what'd you think?
2: I think they need to stop flipping Sammy Guevara. Like he's the big show yeah. and he needs to get it. He needs to get away from Jericho too, but apparently they like working together or Jericho likes working with Guevara. Cause I'm sure Jericho is the
1: one who, threw his name out there after the fact he brought him in you know that's what he said last night i brought (laughs) you in
0: (laughs) okay i chris jericho gets a ton of credit for aew starting for it getting off the ground getting a tv deal all sorts of stuff like i don't want to discredit any of that stuff whatsoever but enough is enough with that and and the whole thing about like i brought you in to Can we stop this narrative? Like, he saw one Sammy match. Cody wrestled on shows with Sammy. Like, Cody and Tony Khan and others were watching shows such as Wrestle Circus, shout out, rest in peace, like other stuff that Sammy was like the star on. Like, it's not Jericho who Jericho has claimed all these people that, like, it's because of him they're in that company. No, it's not. Like, Jericho wasn't paying attention to all the indies and stuff like that with like the crew they had on the roster in the early days. Uh Sammy is somebody who is like constantly like he finds a way to get popular again and then the booking kills him. And I don't think there's anybody out there that wants to see him back with Jericho even though it's a babyface thing this time around. Um you know going against the the heel Don Callis family and stuff. Like no nobody wants this um do i i don't know they didn't rush into a tag title match but that also means that we're gonna have to see this keep going longer which almost has to so it's not another turn again but i just hope that this is not too long term um i i would be fine with jericho in the right situation holding a tag title at some point but it's really got to be the right situation i'd be fine with sammy doing that i don't want to see them do it together um and i but that all that said, why do we have two eight man tag matches tonight? That's a good question. no like yeah. the, that's that to me right there is the laziest booking part of the entire show. Um and it's especially with that match of the two eight man tags. The other one, fine. You put all the other people from the Continental Classic in at the end of the tournament kind of thing, like you can justify that that makes sense. That's fine. Um but this one is just not necessary. And you might as well just dove right into the match with Jericho and Sammy against Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Um, this is just, it doesn't need to be on the show. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, it seems and how like. Are, how is this the match that has like Jericho and Sting in people is not the one that's called the All Star? Yeah. They'd be a little it, offended it, if I was Sting. It's funny how, Jer-
1: uh, how uh, Jericho came out and talked about. Uh, You know, he's tagging with Sting on the pay-per-view and everything, but he wanted to straighten some stuff out first, you know? And he goes, he needs a partner or whatever, and it's like... uh, um,
0: The order of all that made no sense. Like, they rushed right into that match being announced, and then then Friday, Jericho had to come out and talk to Sammy at that point. Yeah, yeah. And you've already announced the match. Also, the nice part about Rampage sometimes is that it's a... Like, it's like the old-school one-hour impact where it's, like, fast-paced the show starts with the guys already in the ring bell rings immediately and stuff no instead last night we had to listen to judas for 15 minutes oh my goodness and then jericho talking and stuff like that's not why i turned into rampage to see
1: hey i know be, be honest with you that that turns me off if they're going to cut a promo yeah. on a one-hour show to start especially the one you know that you know in that position on the show the very first element of the show you know it's like i've I was dumbfounded by that because I kind of like wanted to change channel because it's like, if you're not a fan of these guys, you know, or even of Jericho, you know, it's like, not that I I did, but I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, maybe something else is, you know,
0: I'll admit it. Um, this might not go over well, but like there are, there are a few things that will get me to quickly change the channel, especially like the other night when the Sabres were on the same time as dynamite and stuff like that. But, um, if Judas is playing and it's like the very beginning and I know I've got like 90 seconds or whatever (laughs) and honestly it's like like if I'm watching a Sabres game at home and it's two national anthems back to back which I've heard them 400,000 times in my life with the amount of time I've spent in hockey rinks and stuff like that like sometimes it's okay to switch a channel and come back I don't have a Nitro to switch to but um yeah it's I would be thrilled if I never heard Judas again. At this point,
1: unfortunately, you're destined to hear it forever. I'm going to so. hear it tonight. Yeah, yeah, definitely hear it tonight. You know, um, so uh, Dan- danger. Were you going to say something? I thought it looked like you had something to say. No,
2: <laughs> no, I understand the, the the second part with the uh, the hockey stuff there. That
0: uh, I, when I, I called I like- the one time, I called 25 hockey games in one weekend, and I had to hear the anthem before every single time. I would hope that nobody can blame me for being sick of hearing it for a 25th time in a weekend, like stand up, be quiet, stop working. Cause you're like working and preparing to do stuff in that moment. If you're calling the game and stuff, but
1: I, I did a roller derby international tournament um, about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. And before any of the games, they played
0: everybody's national anthem of the teams that were there. Not, oh my God. They did, so there was like so the, what I do <laughs> like. And again, not to, not to veer off completely, but like, It's my favorite time of year in hockey because it's the world junior championship right now. Um, Canada dropped one too, huh? What's up in Canada? Drop a game too. They did. Yeah. lost to Sweden. Um, and like USA plays Slovakia at 6am Eastern tomorrow, which does not cooperate well with an AEW pay-per-view tonight. And then a bills game at one o'clock and stuff. Like, I don't know. I've got to get some naps in, but, um, what okay, I I'll give you some of my, of thing, okay? I'll give you some of my naps. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I love about that type of thing is like the winning country then gets to hear their Anthem. Yeah. Like you earn it. You don't have to hear yeah. it before you hear it after because you won the game. Like that's, that's how it should go. save it for that kind of international earning. <laughs> I, anyway. I agree. I agree.
1: Yeah. In uh,
0: the words of Taz, but I digress.
1: Taz, Taz is my favorite. <laughs> He's be slowly becoming my favorite. Him and uh, Excalibur oh, yeah. together are awesome.
0: That makes me miss Dark so much <laughs> just for that. I don't care about the matches. I just miss their goofing off commentary.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, So I'll. okay. So, we're going to jump from now. So, we just talked about Sammy Guevara. I want to talk about MJF. And uh, we got a lot of movement forward on the devil storyline because MJF and Samoa Joe were set on the end of Dynamite to take on uh, the uh, to take on uh, the two devils or whatever. I don't know what they're called the the devils, devil's mass men, devil's mass men. Yeah. men, Devil's mass men. And Joe uh, you know, has sh- not showed up yet, even though his music played. I thought it was interesting that this match started at like what, five minutes after 10, it would, they did not warn anybody of a run over. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, I, I was
0: like I, there to me there was, and I was okay with it because I think other stuff earlier in the night went longer, but like during the, the sky blue match, like there was no sense of urgency whatsoever. And I just keep looking at the clock. Like, um, you still have a championship main event. What? Like, yeah, um, I think that's,
2: that, that commercial break at 9:56 or whatever it was
0: kind of took everyone a, off it was it's going hard to be to take long. a commercial yeah. break too and not lose your viewers like i i wish i don't remember ever seeing a commercial break that late and i don't i mean if you look back at every televised wrestling show over the years how many have waited till that late in the show to start a main event there can't be more than a hand like a few all time but yeah the match didn't need that long
1: It obviously because of all the swerves and everything that happened in it, but it's still, it was, it was after 10 o'clock that this all happened. So if you were DVRing it, the show ended uh, in a commercial break, I believe, or it was pretty close to the end of the commercial break. Uh, You know, and then, uh, so Joe, Joe got beat up backstage uh, by the devil's henchmen or whatever. And then MJF's going to wrestle by himself and then MJF and then, Joe comes out eventually while well, MJF's getting beaten down, and Joe comes out, and you know, and then, you know, the interesting thing about it, Joe hits MJF with a chair. MJF gets pinned one, two, three. We have new Ring of Honor tag teams. It's the Devils. What do they call it again? Henchmen? No. The well, for the now, just the,
0: the masked men. Devil's until masked they hopefully man. get unmasked tonight. Yeah. To Somebody.
1: See. Well, I'm guessing they are, and uh, I'm guessing we're gonna, you know. Uh, But the whole thing came as uh, 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 Joe was leaving. You heard uh, the the devil showed up and and thanked Joe for their deal or whatever. And uh, I could not hear what, you know, I mean, if it wasn't for the announcers repeating what he said, I would have no idea what the devil said, you know. I don't
0: know if he did. I think it was just reading off the trunk. Yeah, it was on
1: the screen. Oh, was it on the screen? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, cause I didn't hear anything. So it's like, and then, so then everyone's like, so Joe knows who the devil is, you know? So that's why I think we're going to get a, I
2: think that whole thing gave away. Everybody knows who the devil
1: is now. So who's the devil then?
0: <laughs> Adam Cole.
1: <Man>. Adam Cole? <laughs> I think it's Britt Baker.
0: I think it's Adam Cole.
1: Well, okay. I'm just saying, I, the only reason I to say it's Britt Baker cause I know she was backstage Wednesday at dynamite did not show up on TV or anything.
0: Yeah, uh, but they were in Orlando. So everybody lives there. I true. mean, if you if you work for the company and they're in your town, why would you not go? Okay, I think it'd be a weird look if you didn't. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, it, it's weird because I like watched the match and then I went back and watched some of the clips, and I, I like that there's this mystery about who is under those masks. Like nobody can figure it out. Nobody's leaking anything. Um, and like I look at it first, I'm just like that's Matt Taven that's Mike Bennett oh yeah that's what that's what i and, saw when all so those guys like, came out yeah so, then somebody says like yeah but look at that beard it looks like preston vance And i was like well it makes no sense for preston vance to be in this but now it does look like him no that's got to be taven like to me bennett rolled mgf in the ring tagged in taven hit the heat seeker yeah when you like, when, when you do your when you it. do your finisher you know it's kind of like you can like
1: you know uh you know, figure out maybe who it might be based on their wrestling style. And, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, the thing they both, I don't know, television makes things look different or whatever, but they both looked like bigger guys to me. They did not look like Kyle O'Reilly, for example, like they looked significantly bigger than that. The one you could argue when they were walking to the ring, it almost looked like butcher. And then the other one almost looked like, uh, blade. Um, and then, uh they turned at one point I don't know it just seemed like like Taven's a taller guy yeah um to me it it like it's it has to be Cole Taven Bennett Roddy um and then what maybe one other maybe Kyle O'Reilly eventually maybe I don't I don't think it'll be Bobby Fish um and I I don't know if Kyle O'Reilly is anywhere close to being able to actually wrestle or anything um
2: there was but, a thicker guy at one point that very much resembled Wardlow and then he came out with that tussled hair right after
0: yeah so yeah it could have um, been a
1: numerous other people coming out at, in past times but you gotta figure the ones who won the titles are the ones who are going to be you know the those are the guys. Those are, you know, those cuz they could they could anybody could have dressed up like that, you know. I mean, pretty much. So, I
0: think it, at this point they have to stick with those two, well, those three people cuz the one that came out from under the ring or whatever, like they have to it has to be those same people. Um They call them the New Kingdom. At one point it almost looked like one of them had like cornrows, but um I don't it's weird because it's such a simple outfit. Yeah, but I have to give credit to whoever like put those together because clearly these guys can see just fine, but it really is concealing their identity like quite well. Um, I like it, it's like you can pause it, you can zoom in, whatever, and you still can't figure it out. So um, I just feel like there's been so many things over the years in wrestling that like it's just blatantly obvious like that's Edge and Christian or like oh it's a blindfold match, but I can see his eyes through the blind like whatever. Like they did a pretty good job of that
1: yeah yeah so yeah i mean so so tonight world's end we're going i mean without we're gonna i'm hearing we're gonna get definitive who the you know the devil is we're gonna get the mask off so i
0: would i would hope so um i mean there's a chance they that like maybe they only reveal the devil or something but this has been um this has been pushed on too long at this point it it has to it probably was meant tonight. to end earlier it probably was
1: yeah until well,
0: i mean everything pivoted when cole got hurt and stuff yeah um but uh, to me like you just you, you have to conclude it. whether or not that's after the main event finishes tonight or before the finish or whatever like it's gotta it's gotta happen tonight i don't think like people are starting to care less and less about this um, and you built up a little more intrigue with what you did Wednesday night with Joe, and like, yeah. now like it's it's time
1: so so I'm guessing and just based on this, I'm guessing because the uh next big show uh is happening in Long Island right uh after this uh, Long Island is tonight oh, I'm sorry that tonight is Long yeah. Island never mind so i I yeah, figured dynamite's
0: that, then in uh, Newark
1: okay, that's right so I was figuring that uh that we, maybe we would get. MJF defending the title or holding, I mean, uh, I don't know. This is going to be a tough one to call now with all these like swerves that have happened yeah. in the last week. I mean,
0: I, I my gut instinct is that MJF loses the title tonight, but it would almost make more sense from a storyline perspective for him to win and then deal with the devil. Yeah, yeah, unmask him know,
1: after like, the win or something. You know, the devil comes out to help Joe. Something backfires and Joe
0: gets pinned and then, you know. I think it really all depends on how, how hurt, MJF is because he's he's absolutely hurt. Um, And how much longer do you have him like he might need a. you can't even even if he's hurt to drop the title like you can't really have him take a break if you just unveil the devil tonight, too. So who knows what they're going to do? Yeah,
1: you'll unveil the devil and then uh, and and maybe he'll defend the title. He'll be hurt. You know, it'll be the walking hurt for a while or something. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, but
0: uh, I, I will say that, like, I, I give credit to people like MJF who have battled through injuries and stuff when they really needed to tie him off, but they, they sacrificed that for this kind of story. Like you can't just completely walk away. Um, that said, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't have big expectations for the wrestling match in the main event tonight from just a wrestling perspective. Um, I, I feel like, and that's fine because like the end of the pay-per-view, I don't think we're going to be thinking about the match. We're going to be thinking about the devil reveal and all that like storyline stuff, which is a kind of a refreshing change for AEW. Um, And there's plenty of other matches before that, that you can remember the wrestling from. Um, I just don't, I don't see us getting like MJF's best match of the year by any means tonight. Um,
1: Yeah. And the thing is, is we didn't get that at when he defended the titles last Wednesday either. It was like that. It could be something like that is, you know, like a three minute,
0: well, apparently, like definite. his, his oh. hip is hurt he can't lift his arm over like his shoulder and stuff like there's there's a lot going on there that um I mean Joe I don't know I kind of I don't want to see Joe just come out and squash him but um if there were a time to give the title to Samoa Joe it is tonight and and I I still think even along those lines too like you do this the right way one way or another, whether like whenever the devil and his mass men get involved or something like that, like that whole storyline with the devil and stuff like it does not need to have the title involved. That can be a big major storyline that doesn't need a belt. So um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm Tony Khan, I, I do a title change tonight. I would, I've have rather have seen MJF drop the title to somebody else this year. One of the other contenders that kind of deserved it or other contenders that are right around the corner. sort of Strickland yeah um but I just think all things considered with the injury and everything else like tonight's the night for for a change.
1: so excellent. so let's a little bit more about dynamite you know that, I mean that was the thing that stood out the most to us but I think that uh, it'd be hard to not mention that we had the finals for the uh, blue uh division in the uh, uh, and we started right off the bat with it. Uh, on the, the show with the Continental Classic, I'm sorry, Gold League, Gold, the yeah. Gold League Blues, yeah, uh, and uh, man, a three way that went all over the place, and Mox wins. Um, and I'm sorry, Rob, if I spoiled that for you. I didn't realize it went out. I, I mean, I was no, sitting, I was bad. sitting here in a daze watching it go, and just like shaking my head, going, "We get Mox now in the champion in the finals, and then we got and and the other final was at the end of the show with. Uh, um, with, uh, uh, which was exciting too. I mean, yeah, we had you Kingston know, beating Danielson. Yeah. 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 And, um, and Danielson, you know, what, you know, kudos to him. The man looks like a million dollars when he wins or loses, you know? And I mean, geez, you know, some of the, some of that match going on with, uh, uh, with Kingston, this past. I, both those matches were fantastic by the way, you know? Yeah. And I think the whole uh, tournament yeah, was fantastic. I, like I,
0: I'm on Moxley fatigue. Obviously it's been that way for a while, but, I don't want to take anything away from that three-way match. The match was solid. I just, like, that's that's the only time in recent memory I can remember, like, watching a wrestling show and, like, normally, like, I'm fairly quiet just watching it, whatever, and stuff. Like, uh, that was the first time, like, I audibly was like, oh, my, like, like come on. Like, and, and then at that point you knew, I fully assumed that Kingston was winning to set up these two against each other in the finals. And I feel like once... Kingston turned his tournament around it was kind of obvious that um I mean I I think Kingston wins tonight too um but I just why why John Moxley why
1: maybe, like maybe it this looks is a better tournament
0: where you can make you can yeah. and you did like improve the status of a lot of people on your roster there were great showings from Brody King and Andrade and these people and like but Moxley's got to be in the final
1: yeah. Like yeah.
0: is Moxley going to carry around the Ring of Honor title?
1: I what what I what, his career? What I'm guessing is Swerve is probably going to get the next title match. And so they couldn't have Swerve
0: right. I I'm optimistic okay not winning the whole yeah. thing because yeah. he's got bigger things on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh or at least he's sure uh, a lot of us sure hope so and yeah. and believe yeah. so. Um so the, the, it's okay with him not to get this because like he should just be on track for the the bigger thing. But there are other people that could have benefited from winning their league at least. Um, and this could be big for Eddie Kingston. I mean, I, I think about it too, like that show in Erie a few weeks back, which was Kingston and Danielson the first time around. And that crowd in Erie was rooting for Kingston. They were not rooting for Danielson. And like, even though that entire crowd loves Brian Danielson too, like Kingston is really getting over um, and a New York win tonight would be big for him as well, um, to kind of keep him in that upper echelon. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what's going to happen with this triple crown, you know, and, and how important it's going to be, how much it really travels, if he's going to carry around three belts, all that kind of stuff. But, um, I just, I really wish it was anybody else against him tonight.
1: Yeah. But, but, you know, like, I think it's a bigger accomplishment if he does get a win over. Cause I remember Danielson was saying, you know, I've beaten you every time I've taken you on Eddie. You know, I'm undefeated against you, and 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 he kept, and he kept rubbing it in his face. And I think Mox is the same way. I don't think Mox has ever lost to Kingston. So, I think and and maybe you know uh, I can't remember at least. Uh, and I don't I, think in AEW at least. Yeah, but. and so I think that that the, the, it just allows him. He's climbing the ladder as he's winning these. You know, he got down in a hole real quick, and then they he had to win his way to get out and he had to beat some pre- pretty tough dudes on the way too, you know? Um, yeah. so this is, yeah, but this is exciting. I think and this tournament's really good and I'm glad it's over with now. We can get back to regular programming and that's kind of like
0: the rest of the roster can <laughs> reappear. Yeah. As anyway. well, I was saying, nice. we've kind of got a little <laughs> bit of that
1: with, you know, this whole, this whole, because I mean, we haven't seen Don Callis in what forever. And then all of a sudden some Rampage we get Don Callis coming out, cutting a promo,
0: you know, in, yeah, case, we, in case anybody forgot that AEW does have a, a tag team title, a trio's title, yeah, uh, TNT, like a lot of things that just have fallen on the back burner. Well, I guess so. we
1: got the acclaimed uh, too, you know. We got to see them as well, you know, this past week. First time forever. Yeah, you know? I know, and, it was, and it's like, and I think they almost kind of like lost their pop a bit coming out. That's the way I felt, at least. You know, it was not the, you know, the unbelievably uh, loud crowd or anything, you know. So. Well,
0: I'll say it, last night was yet another. I mean, this is three weeks at least in a row of that they're really building up. Uh, top flight in and action, Andretti from a, a trio that nobody cared about to putting on some bangers. I mean, some of the stuff they've done in the last three weeks on TV has been some of the best stuff that I've seen on televised wrestling in all year long. Um, yeah. So, they very well might be being built up to get another chance and, and actually take those trios titles pretty soon.
1: I still wish they never uh, showed us the replay of him breaking his leg again. Cause now I think about yeah. that every time yeah. he goes over the top rope
0: and lands yeah. on his
1: feet, you know, it's like, Oh, I
0: turned my head away. And I, I just, I don't know when you, you think of like, I think of all the situations where like there's a serious injury or medical incident in a real sports broadcast, and you take the camera and you zoom it out and you turn it away and you don't show it in this situation all these months later. Oh, we're going to show the injury again. No, like I don't want to see that ever again. We saw it. We know what happened. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, what another thing on Dynamite, we got Statlander versus Sky Blue. And Sky Blue, who's now should be probably called Sky Black, I guess, Uh, but uh, Sky Blue uh, beat Statlander. I know uh, with a little assistance or whatever going on there, but uh, they're trying to get the women's division back in. I saw a great video, by the way, before we started the show of the women all saying why people hate them. Uh, that was produced by them, and it's hilarious. It's great. They're all backstage, and they're all saying, you don't like us because you don't think we're as good as men. And, you know, they're just going on, and it's different women, you know, throwing out the statement. I think it's great because, uh, you know, there's so much truth behind every single one of those things they say about the fans of wrestling who – to, you know, take bathroom breaks during women's matches and stuff like that. So, but we did, you know, we are, you know, I think we're gonna. We have to get injected back into that with more women's matches. What now that we're done with this thing, this, you know, this continental well, class. I can tell you. That.
0: I mean, I know at least one person that was making comments of like when the show was running long on Wednesday. It was like we could have just cut that match. And I was like, that that match. T- I'm sorry, that match was good. It was better than a bunch of other stuff on that show. So I would have not cut the sky blue match and and she's i mean talk about the kind classic she's the other person that's been on tv constantly i don't understand all the booking they were like oh she's gonna turn no she's not she's back to her scooby-doo gear <laughs> oh yeah, yeah now now she's gonna turn now, and stuff she like church yeah. like what is going on there but at least i mean she's shown big improvement that's a that's the probably the biggest win she's had yet on wednesday so like they that's another homegrown star that they're they're actually building up well
1: Excuse me. but we need to see
0: more of the women's division yeah um, without a doubt because most of them have just we've forgotten about these last six weeks or whatever
1: yeah and i think that uh and and you know it was you know i not to complain but it was you know maybe it was nice that wwe raw and smackdown took weeks off you know this week so we the wrestling fans got to watch you know nx nxt if they'd never watched it before as well as Dynamite, because Dynamite, I thought was a great show. Even though, it uh, you know, it seemed like um, you know, I mean, starting right off the blast, it's like they uh, they had you know they had a lot for that show they needed to get done. And I mean, that first match went over half an hour. It took up most of the first hour of the show was that first match, you know, the, yeah. the three way. So
0: the the one thing I I do like as well um, that was almost a little bit of a surprise is that there is no collision this week. Yeah, uh, I was which gonna, is good. I, I mean, gonna, heading into a 10 plus match pay-per-view or whatever. You couldn't be like, on the same okay. time
1: as you're on, you know, it's like, you know, what are you going to well, watch? The last
0: time they they squoze it in on Friday yeah, along yeah, yeah. with Rampage and stuff. And by the time you got to the pay-per-view day, you're just like, I've seen so much wrestling this week. Yeah, So uh, I'm happy that they they scrapped it this week.
1: I know. I went through my guide to double check and they are showing a movie instead. So yeah. Uh... So yeah I was like wow they're you know not going to tape it and run it later or earlier or something they could have used it as a preview and gone 6 to 8 or something or maybe even earlier than that but uh, yeah no collision this week uh, which is a uh, uh, definitely unique uh different you know I mean cuz they haven't ever not done it because they they had shows the same you know and like you said the last time it happened is they the show was they did it on a Friday so It, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a solid show. Rampage, you know, was taped in advance, obviously. We already talked about issues we had with it as well. You know, starting off with a long promo, just started a show on a Friday night at 10 o'clock. And then, you know, of course, but if you watch any of the best of those shows going on, we had, uh, you know, there was just a lot of flashback matches on Raw and on SmackDown, but you also got interviews with people. John Cena was interviewed last night on SmackDown, uh, they talked to Rakoti uh, Rhodes on Raw, uh, you know, talking about the new year. And they actually were promoting uh, Madison Square Gardens, the show they did on. Uh, it wasn't Christmas. Monday. It was Monday, Christmas. Tuesday, night? yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Uh, Tuesday. Yeah, he talked about the show that they were doing, yeah, the day after Christmas. And, uh, which you know, I mean, I've done that before. They've promoted MSG shows when they were running best of. So in the last couple of years, MSG always seems to be. <laughs> like one of those, um, pardon me, the one of those uh, holiday shows that happened on there. But I do want to mention something that happened on that show. I don't really know much besides Punk having his first match back in WWE and beating Dominic on that MSG show uh, and getting a brick. I saw. Did you see the brick gift he got? Anyone see that? Uh, I think. WWE- yeah,
2: the people from MSG gave it to him or whatever it like- for his first match back or. Yeah.
1: It, you know, it, it's funny that they do something. I mean, no one—they never made a big deal about anything before like that. And then they're just kind of doing that to rub it in AEW's face. That's what they're doing, you know, by giving them a brick from Madison Square Gardens. You know, and it's like because nobody else, nobody else can run there except for WWE. So I'm sure Tony would love to do Madison Square Gardens. But, um, but the other thing with Seth Rollins, he wrestled uh, Drew McIntyre, beat him, and then came out and cut a promo where he. Kind of like, I don't know if you saw the promo, I, I uh, Amanda Huber uh, shared it, that's how I saw it, and it was, uh, you know, uh, talking about, you know, it was uh, three years ago that we lost Brody Lee, uh, John Huber, uh, for those, you know, and, and uh, Luke Harper, if you're in WWE as well as he talked a little bit about, uh, uh, about uh, Bray Wyatt, too, passing away this past year. And I thought that was really cool of him. Once again, he did that in Rochester, the last, first time he got to wrestle back here after, uh, after uh, John Huber had passed away. He did much the same kind of thing, and he, but he did it in front of Madison Square Gardens and got the crowd cheering and doing his music and stuff. What did, you, did you guys catch that at all? Did you catch that danger? Yeah,
2: Seth Seth seems to, I mean obviously the, everybody was, was friends and Seth it, it was it was the anniversary Seth just you know put it out there and it's it's very cool of him to do to keep keep memories alive and keep people thinking of those who have passed and and how sad it is, but also celebrate what they were. So that's great and it's and to do an MSG with a sold out crowd and supposedly the most money they've ever made on a house show it was was cool
1: you got to figure every year that the price goes up for tickets, they're going to make more money every time they're there. So yeah, something like that. But how about Rob, what'd you think?
0: I actually still have to see that specifically, but uh like, I'm not surprised whatsoever. I mean, that's the way that Rollins has always shown to be a really good guy. And you think back to, I mean, he and Huber were in the age of the fall together in ring of honor all those years ago and stuff. I mean, they were, they were good buddies well before either was in wwe and stuff so it's uh it's cool to see that stuff i mean the everything that continues to pop up you see the the tweets from biggie and ftr and others and stuff and alki uh,
1: black or uh you know uh uh yeah uh, uh i mean you know he had posted something as well there was i mean everybody
0: yeah i, I mean i i can't believe that it's already been three years um, I like you said at the beginning of the show, like time is just flying, and we're almost at twenty twenty four. Yeah, um, good, even but even years
1: are good years. Okay, uh, to, so twenty twenty four, it's gonna be a good year.
0: Uh, I mean twenty twenty was not good. No, you're uh, right. so so yeah. the evens are probably my least favorite, actually. But um, I, I don't know. I I think it's uh, it, it's just really nice to see because a lot of that stuff like doesn't continue on for so long um that like it just shows the impact that he had on everybody and stuff and i don't know i think i'm still kind of at the point like obviously the you know the brody thing impacted me a, a lot more than like the bray thing did but every time i hear like it mentioned that like bray wyatt passed this year i'm just like yeah I, that's still just so shocking to me um like that hasn't even like really like sunk in or like i don't know just seen maybe because he was gone for so while for such a long time that like him not still not coming back he's not coming back like i guess it just hasn't really like totally i don't know there's just been so much of that stuff but anyway yeah it's it's cool to it's cool to see these people i mean especially like like biggie's one of the main ones i mean every time he puts out a post about brody it's just it's so genuine um and and really cool to see so
1: yeah and so we that that was you know that i mean that was remembered uh of course and it seemed like a lot of, uh, you know, and it does bring back some memories because I remember, you know, I was like, you know, do it looking at Facebook uh, when you look back, you know, on this day or whatever, and, and then, you know, and I remember um, doing some posts that day where I went skating in a place called Skate Lovers here in, in Rochester, and that's when I found out. That's when my uh, my ex-wife uh, actually texted me and said, did you hear this? And I like, it just about knocked me over when I saw it, and it was like, I just remember where I was, how i was done i mean i was i took my skates off it's like i'm done i don't i, I mean you know i mean i got yeah. I, i'm just gonna go home and like you know you know figure what's going on and uh, which is really sad because uh yeah such a good person and you know the cool thing was tony brought out negative uh, one i guess at uh was it the one uh a dynamite show no was it yeah 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 and uh negative one uh yeah in orlando in orlando yeah i got uh um we haven't seen negative one in the ring in a while. So uh.
0: He made some kind of like half entrance recently. At, I don't remember if it was Chicago, maybe. Um, like literally just like walked out on stage and then went to the back. Well, maybe Dark Order kept going to the ring. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I don't know. It's crazy because I think the, the tribute show would have been three years ago today. Yeah. I think still on my um,
1: DVR. I still yeah, have, I still have the such show. Such a good
0: show. I mean, the I still give them so much credit for how much they were able to put together for that in such a short period of time. And the same thing for, I mean, what when, when WWE pulls that stuff together, like I, I just can't imagine from from somebody who's done a lot of edit, like video editing and stuff like that. Like the, the they find the correct clips of these people and put together a show in like hours. Anytime anything bad like this happens, it's just they, they, they don't they, get enough credit for that kind yeah, of stuff too.
1: They have amazing so. indexes on everything they do. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and so they, they just cross reference and find things. So, yeah, they uh, log all
0: those clips. Reminds me of my old internship days in college, but there's a reason for it in the end, unfortunately. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So, but that that was, uh, you know, and that, and, you know, that's the one thing I wanted to bring up too is it was also not only did, you know, people were mentioning it and everything, but it is the, you know, the three year anniversary of his passing, which, uh, you know, was, was very shocking and still very fresh. Even Tony Khan put out a really nice statement yeah and
0: uh i i love that he uh i believe it was his tweet that used that that one picture of john sitting on the road case eating eating zaxby's like it's it's the the most goofy picture ever and i love zaxby's too but like the like it was just like that's the picture that we use like uh, i don't know it's it's funny because it kind of like the picture shows his personality a little bit too with that like kind of surprised look on his face or whatever but of all things to choose it's the zaxby's photo what is
1: he eating like chicken nuggets or something that's what it looks chicken like finger. those are
0: good chicken fingers oh, are they? Too. Oh. shout out to zaxby's we need those up north
1: you're making me hungry now i haven't i've eaten like <laughs> one meal in the past you know six it's days like a, it's like
0: a drive-through chicken place in the south that also has like act like wings and stuff too um garlic bread a lot of good stuff fresh cookies sweet tea if you're into that kind of junk
1: I like I like tea. I just don't like sweet tea. I don't either. Because you order tea and then they give you something. And it's like, whoa, what is this? That's not sweet. That's not tea. That's sugar water. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I know. We we have the same beefs about that. But yeah, so that yeah, that I love that picture too. And it was like I'm glad that uh, and it, it 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 just it's an atypical shot of him. But whenever we would see him, he'd be like that. He would have that look on his. You know. You know yeah you, you know so that was you know i loved it and it's like uh but it was a sad it's a sad you know that you know uh uh remembrance and of course anniversary of something but that will probably sammy
0: put out some stuff too um and he had like he tweeted out like one of the photos i took of those two the first time they met and stuff and that just every time that photo like pops up that brings back so many memories of like talking to John like two minutes before he was going to meet Sammy for the first time and like his impressions of what Sammy must be like as a person and all this kind of stuff. And um, so it's really cool to see that kind of stuff pop up too. So um, yeah, again, obviously he made a huge impact on a hell of a lot of people because the tributes were everywhere yet again and we'll continue on. So
1: definitely. So, uh, let's see. Those are about the major things. Let's uh, let's go through the, uh, just for the heck of it, go through the lineup for the pay-per-view tonight. And we'll, uh, you know, I, oh, uh, and I got some news, including ESPN put out their uh, best of 2023 in wrestling. And, you know, I know ESPN used to have a, a relationship with WWE, but they actually don't stick direct, strictly to uh, WWE when it comes to their votes. But let's talk about the pay-per-view uh that's we're going to get tonight. We're going to get a, a pre-show of Hook versus Wheeler Utah, which I think they've been setting up very well. Uh I you know Wheeler Utah uh if anybody he's benefiting incredibly by being part of the BCC and uh also holding that what does he have a title right now? He had the the pure title. He's the pure champion. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a Ring of Honor yeah. pure champion, but they're going for the FTW championship, which I means nothing. I'm sorry folks. Uh you know I don't care about the FTW championship. You know, I mean, if it was ECW, maybe, because that's where it first originated, but beyond that, I do not care. You know, it means nothing to me. And, you know, it means your dad created the title there. You gave it, your son's got it now. Okay. I don't know. Not really uh, sold. I like, I'd like to see Hook in a match that goes maybe 15 minutes, you know, maybe, maybe longer because we don't get to see him very long. You know, I mean, you know, very, briefly do we see him. So uh but uh, you know in wrestling and in the match lengths and stuff like that. So um but uh we got that's what starts it off on the pre show. Um uh kudos to them. I don't care. I like Wheeler Yuta a lot. You know, it probably put a notch in hooks belt if he could actually have a, another title that dad didn't make up. So um and you guys have any thoughts on that one? No? It's. I it
2: like, should be all right, but it, it'll be what it is.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't – it'll be fine. Um, it's been built up kind of weird. I mean, there, at least it's been built up a little bit. And just, but, and just um,
1: interviews, that's how it's been built up. They're not having any confrontations or anything except for when Hook comes out to save somebody that Wheeler's beating up like Dan House in last night, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, I mean, Hoku will get kind of a hometown ish pop. Um, and I mean, the, the match should be good. I just, I, I'll always feel weird about like matches with champions with different champions challenging for a different belt kind of thing. Like it just, I don't know. I always, I always kind of hate that. To be honest, you've already got a belt. You don't need another one. But.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. So then next up we got the, the, the guys who are, did not make it to the finals of the continental classic in a, uh, uh, four on four tag match. Yeah. Danielson, Claudio, Briscoe, Garcia versus King, Brody King, Jay White, Ro- Roosh and uh Jay lethal. Like you said earlier about the eight mans. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's, it's a way to get these people on the show. It's a way to kind of put a bow on the tournament, um, so it's fine. Um, I, I don't need it to go very long, though.
1: I like this. Uh, Peter said, uh, FTW title is as relevant as the million dollar title. Yeah, I give it that. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's, it's pretty much. I, a,
0: I don't think it's even that
1: relevant. Yeah, the million dollar title yeah. had gems all over it. Uh, FTW looks like the million
0: dollar title looked better, at least physically. It,
1: yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got Sting, Darby Allen, Chris Jericho, and Sammy Guevara versus Powerhouse Hobbs uh Takushia, uh ricky starks and big bill an eight man tag match once again another eight man two back-to-back eights. i don't think they're going to start the show that way but that's what my lineup has so uh oh,
0: kyle fletcher isn't kyle fletcher in that match
1: you I, I see fletcher in it no i did maybe not, not i did not see him in yeah
0: because it. yeah, it's an eight man yeah i in huh? okay yeah i guess not maybe kyle maybe they'll have another this pre- nice yeah i guess i know it's four on four and all of those four people on that team, like, I remember being – but I could have sworn I saw Kyle Fletcher's name on the graphic. I guess not.
1: Okay. No, no. But, uh, yeah, that's that's just like you said, another, you get everybody on the show. It's the last show of the year for them, you know. So, yeah, this is interesting. one Miro versus Andrade, uh, I kind of like this, you know. I mean, two guys who have been underwhelmed this past year. Andrade um, doing very, very well in the, uh, in the uh, Continental Classic. Miro not getting a chance though, but uh, you know w- we'll see. I mean, one of them I- I've heard s- stories that a champion's coming back to WWE. Now I don't think either of these guys were ever champ there, so uh, <laughs> no. But uh, no, but the- there
2: was there was stuff this week. that Andrade is expect they're expecting Andrade to go back to WWE when his contract's completely up, unless Tony Khan just wows him with money
0: i mean i uh i don't know i i've had some mixed feelings on andrade and stuff but he's put in some of his best performances as of late and i felt like both of these guys in this match have a case for being like we came here and you did nothing with us um it feels like they're kind of on the cusp of actually doing something with andrade and they've and they you know having him get some big wins and have some longer matches and stuff in this tournament has really helped that he's been showcased more in AEW these past six weeks than he has been his entire run there. Oh yeah. Um, that I, I, I would really, I, I think honestly more than like most, if not everybody else that was in the Continental classic, I would really like to see them keep that momentum going with Andrade. Yeah. Um, that, but that could be at the expense of, of Miro tonight who certainly needs some kind of shot in the arm. Cause I mean, I don't even remember the last Miro match that I watched. Like, he yep. hasn't had uh he's had six matches in 2023. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So
1: Andrade, you remember he used to come out in a devil's mask too at one time. Just saying, you know, uh you know, I you know not 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 saying anything, but remember he did. Hero to-
0: hasn't had a match on Dynamite specifically since June 15th, 2022. Wow. This year's matches were collision, 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 all out, collision, collision, and that's it for the wow. entire year. Wow. wow.
1: And and they finally brought his wife in too, so it's like uh, I'm interested. You know, interesting. You know. Um, so yeah, yeah uh, I
0: mean that that's got to be a part of the match storyline and stuff tonight yeah. too.
1: Um, so I agree. Uh yeah, so then we got a uh, a uh, a rehash of an old feud, re- kind of uh, getting one last chance, Keith Lee versus Swerve Strickland. Well,
0: oh, they're finally doing the match. Yeah, well, it's unbelievable, yeah. Decades <laughs> later, it's finally happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh you know, uh I mean, and and depending on who's the hot hand, I think Swerve is right now. We'll see
0: uh Oh yeah, I mean if I If there was a match that I was betting on and putting all my money on, it's Swerve winning this match. There's no way that Swerve is losing that match. Um, But it's nice to see them wrap it up. And and I mean, that's important, too. If Swerve was not going to win this tournament, which we talked about earlier, he didn't need to. um, It's nice that they immediately had an important match to slide him into for the pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we did see Keith Lee Russell this week, by the way, too. So it'll be interesting. You know, it's kind of what set it up. Julia Hart versus Abaddon for the TBS title. Uh, Abaddon kind of back, sort of, not and not been around for a while, now back. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, Abaddon has been built up well on collision the last few weeks and stuff. Um, they came out at the show in Erie as well it was like the first time back in a while the the beetlejuice look and um yeah that's another match that if i if i couldn't bet on swerve strickland that i would put all my money on <laughs> julian hart but
1: definitely uh what do you think danger you know uh same
2: same type of thing it's
1: it's, it's good one, it's
2: happening
0: that, that's but. the one that I, I in recent weeks like with this tournament specifically it's been nice that there's been some upsets and stuff like that because that that might be my biggest complaint about AEW is that the the match results are so predictable, um, and that was even worse when Dark and Elevation were still a thing and stuff too. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no chance Abaddon's winning in that belt <laughs> tonight.
1: Then we got Julia Hart. I mean, sorry, we got Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland in a no DQ match for the TNT Championship. Uh, you know, I I think it's time to uh, if you're going to use Adam Copeland, correct? Why not put a title on him? You know, this has been a fun feud and everything, and now it's become more like a Jim Jones thing with uh, Christian Cage. You know, he's got the followers. You know, was he? He had he has different names for the guys that are following him now, and it's very you know. Uh, Which doesn't mean they can't grow and get bigger. And who knows, maybe they can. But I mean, I like what Christian's doing. I don't want, you know, I don't know if losing the title would be that big a deal. Uh, Probably because he, remember, it was, uh, it was. what did it, what did he, what's his name now? Who's, uh, uh, was the former, uh. Killswitch, Luchasaurus. Yeah, yeah former Luchasaurus. Yeah. Remember, at one point, Christian Cage actually never had the belt, though he carried it around for quite a long time as Killswitch was defending it. And that, not, that
2: sounds like revisionist history.
1: It does. You're forgetting
2: that he was a champ. He was, yeah. he was.
1: I know, but, but Christian kind of pinned him, didn't he? And now Christian got the win, he pinned his own guy. Uh, I believe that's how it happened, you know, uh, and, uh. i think
0: i don't want to even say this uh but i think that we were talking earlier about like switching back and forth like what are we doing with the booking of sky blue and stuff i wouldn't be completely shocked if we see one jack perry emerge during this match um do i want to see him come back and go back with christian no um but He's got the same. I, I wouldn't be surprised if tonight's the night he reappears. He
1: does have the same bad attitude that Christian right. has, you know, they, uh, you know, so I don't know. I mean,
0: maybe Shane Wayne appreciates Jack Perry's hair and they can, I don't know. I don't know why Shane Wayne is a part of this.
1: Yeah. Shane Wayne, Nick Wayne. What's he called? I mean, he gives them different names. Nick Wayne is, uh,
0: he's the prodigy, the which, prodigy. Like, which was his nickname on the indies for yeah. a long time. And so he, I don't is he,
1: know. Is Shayna mama? Is that what he, I can't remember what he, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, um, but nevertheless, yeah. So the, I don't know. I'm, you know, I mean, I, I Adam Copeland, they really haven't been able to tap his popularity, and no, you know, he came he, he came in real hot and heavy, and then he's been kind of like off for a while. So maybe he's got. Yeah, limited- I,
0: I don't know what you do here because, like, I I agree that you kind of have to do something with Copeland at this point, but also, like, if he wins the belt now, then like, does that? end that feud for now and then you go back to it at some point or does this get pushed like all the way to revolution like I, I don't know it seems to me it almost seems weird that like we're like they did the they built up a match in montreal and then now this is like no dq and there's really not i mean i guess you could then go to a cage match or something um yeah but um i don't i don't know how to pick this one to be honest i really could see it going either way how are you Which I, again, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Thank you for making a match not predictable, Tony.
1: There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: as much as I would like to see Christian keep the title, I think they kind of have to do something with with Copeland.
0: I agree. So, I agree with all of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we'll. we'll uh, yeah, I, I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of rooting, I guess, for Edge. I mean, Copeland. So we will see what happens. Uh, uh, we got Kingston versus John Moxley the finals of the Continental Classic, which you they get three titles from, right? Do You get the uh, New Japan. I can't remember what title it was.
0: The New Japan Strong, Strong. Openweight Championship, the Ring the of, Ring of, Ring of Honor. Honor World Championship, and the Continental Crown Championship. they they worded a bunch of different ways. I don't know if that means you have to carry all three around or what. Um, I will say that I will throw something at the TV if John Moxley wins this match. <laughs> he doesn't need to win this match, but John absolutely not. I think
1: you could, John not Moxley isn't. He
2: doesn't a, need to win a lot of matches. He wins though.
1: He's an upper. He's an upper level wrestler who should be involved in the in the title run. You know, or I mean, if you, you know, I mean, yes, he did it. We know we saw him do it. You know, but I mean, if you you know, he brings a lot of. Um, he brings a lot of, uh, uh, a lot to the title run because of his history. If he, you know, so I'm, but he's not involved in that right now. So I, I do not want to see, obviously it seems illogical that this was probably, this whole tournament was probably built for Eddie Kingston, you know, because he is the, he, there's no other stories going on besides his in this whole tournament, you know? There's, and they
0: did a good job with that too, because I think everybody thought after the first few weeks, like, uh, wow Kingston's already out like this like they they did play that up well and he's made this comeback and gets into the finals and stuff and um then in the end it's all I don't know it, I don't want to say it's pointless or whatever but he he keeps his belts and stuff um so yeah I mean hopefully that's a hopefully they do the right thing with this triple crown too and he's actually able to travel over and I don't think he's on the Wrestle Kingdom card, which I can't believe that's this week too. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Tony Storm versus Rio for the AEW Women's Championship. I don't know, Rob. You, you weren't here last week when Danger and I were talking about Rio and just about how, at uh, seventy-eight pounds, she just doesn't seem. She just doesn't seem legit. <laughs> you know. I will, give, I will
2: give them credit. This week they didn't. She wasn't dressed like a little kid. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah dressed in normal adult clothing
0: and she seemed over this week um yeah do I care that she's back no do I think that she's uh, somebody who's going to win the belt back no unless they I mean at some point we got to go back to Tony being distraught and not and losing the title and stuff I mean that's got to be a big part of this character too but um yeah this I'm I'm not putting any money down on on Riho but At least it seemed like they found a way to make some people care about her this week.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like last week it was tough because it's like.
0: Well, he's one of the, when they brought her back initially, it's just like the same thing. I'm just like, there are so many women on this roster. We're just bringing Riho back again. We're just rehashing this again. Like that she's got a title shot after not being around for all this time again. Like not, not my favorite choice, but. And then
1: uh, uh, the main event, MJF versus Samoa Joe for the AEW World's Championship. We talked about it quite a bit earlier on the show. Uh, you know, MJF, we we know, is legitimately injured, uh, you know, has been still working through it. People work through injuries. I understand that. But I believe it. What was it? A labrum tear?
2: Yeah. A labrum tear in his shoulder. And he's got the hip issue. And I mean, the he's been on every hip issue from show. that elbow
0: drop. That stupid yeah. elbow drop.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But he's been on every show, but he hasn't really worked. Right? They've been they've been hiding like they did the the first time. They're supposed to have the Mass Men match. They didn't have the match. He got knocked out. Now this time it was a, a big schmazz. He didn't have to do much. It's they're protecting yeah. him, which is why I think that match will be very similar in nature. I think I think he's got to go away. I think he needs surgery. He's, if he can't lift his arm above his his shoulder, he's got issues.
0: Well, at least the the one thing with him compared to some others is he's somebody that like, if, if, aside from maybe disappearing for like, if you, if you have shoulder surgery, for example, like you can still travel and stuff like that. He can still hold a microphone and he can still like, he's obviously proved this year that he's really good in the ring, but he's somebody they can get by with doing promos and segments and stuff with where he's not going to be totally forgotten about. Um, but I do think in that process that you should have him drop the belt tonight.
1: Yeah, I think so, too, and uh, I guess we will find out the last pay-per-view.
0: We all know he's going to get the belt back at some point, Like, yeah, so it's okay.
1: There we go, so it's last pay-per-view of the year. Uh, uh, oh, wait a minute, there was two other matches on the pre-show, so I, I, I completely missed. Battle tri- Royal. Yeah, the bat 20-man Battle Royal for a shot uh-huh. at the TNT title and Statlander versus Willow Nightingale, which they agreed to last night on
0: Rampage. Which obviously, Just because they're both from, I, I don't know, because they're both like, I'm from Long Island. Although Willow used the phrase in Long Island, which makes me think she might not really be a Long Islander because mm. you say on, not in, but I digress.
1: Yeah. So we got that. that So we got three matches on the pre show. If you want to do a little taste test of it, you probably can watch it for free on the, uh, who, who's doing the, who's streaming the pay per view tonight? Is it, uh, 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 I'm not sure who's streaming the pay-per-view tonight. Is it, uh, is it,
0: uh, it's on BR. BR, Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So, and that means you get the first hour for free if you have the app on your Roku or whatever. So definitely want to check that out.
0: Yeah. That first hour you can watch like YouTube. You can, you, if you buy the pay-per-view, you can watch it on BR live, but you can watch it on there. You can watch on YouTube. You can watch it on Facebook, Twitter.
1: X. I'm sure, if, I'm sure fight TV's got it too. I'm guessing, uh, they seem to have everything that BR has. Most they have it the
0: internationally. They don't have it domestically.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so, uh, and you, they changed
0: their name this week, which is stupid. Too. What is it's it now? Triller TV. Triller. Okay. The parent company. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Okay. It's $50 too, but you know what? That's, you know, not that much more than a regular pay-per-view price when WWE was doing them. So, uh, it's not too bad. You know, I would, uh, uh the runny did mention a few things tomorrow is uh i want to mention this tomorrow oh and jay white where's jay white and we got an interview with him when he lost last on on wednesday i don't see him on this he'll probably is he gonna be part of the he's in the man -man tag the the Uh, all-star is he okay he wasn't when i was going through but
0: that was one thing i was i was going to say is like when you think about like I, i don't know if i had to draft a roster for AEW, i don't know who i wouldn't include that's there right now like they have so many stars and potential stars and stuff but I'm just like looking at this card for tonight and thinking like, okay, so there's there's some pretty regular people that aren't on this. When you think of like Orange Cassidy for example, who's been wrestling like every week this year, yeah. um, stuff like that. But the one thing that kind of weirds me out a little bit, um, there's this is a this is really a no elite wrestling paper. Yeah,
1: yeah, really.
0: It's not there's nobody from the elite on this. Um, that's got to be the first time I would think. I don't know that for sure, but I mean, no bucks, no Omega, obviously that's yeah. understandable. No hangman. Um, I don't know. It's unless like, let's say put him on there the or, or something or whatever. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. You know what? You know what? Yeah, that's true.
1: You know what? You know what? I'm, I don't know. you see the the, there was someone with a beard, uh, as part of the uh, devil's, uh, uh, henchmen one and two or whatever. So, uh, I don't know, never, we can't, maybe they're just leaving that as a big question mark, unless those guys do show up in the 20 man battle royale. But I did want to mention that, uh, killer Khan passed away, uh, yesterday, uh, former wrestler with WWE. Thank you, Rennie, for letting me know that. And tomorrow is Jimmy Hart's birthday. Uh, 80, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Hart. Wow. Uh, very interesting. So, so let's go through some news before we get out of here. And, and I bet
0: he still has more energy at 80 than I have on a Saturday morning. I'm scared That's to talk sure.
1: to oh, him. Yeah. Every time we talk to him, he's like, hey, guys, what's up? So much energy. You know, I was like, <clears throat> sorry, that just made my voice. <clears throat> okay, Um. so let's get to some news before we get out of here because uh, it's uh, the 30th and we got uh, tomorrow's the last day of the year and New Year's Eve and tonight's pay-per-view and... Uh, but some news, another WWE re-upped with the company, Zelina Vega, signed a new multi-year contract with WWE. You know, it wouldn't surprise, you know, the Queen of the Ring joins Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Charlotte Flair, and Bayley as top talents who've extended their stay in WWE. The first crop to do so since the Endeavor merger back in April, Vega originally signed with WWE in 2017 and played a major manager role for Andrade. In that time, she was briefly released in 2020 as part of the COVID cuts, but returned in 2021 and has been with WWE ever since. She's absolutely gorgeous, and uh, her husband, Malachi Black, or whatever, uh, you know, Mr. Black, the black, you know, he uh, rumors about him coming back as well. Uh, eventually, who knows? I don't think so, uh, but we'll see. Um ESPN.com published a list of year-end awards for 2023 in the world of pro wrestling, including AEW and WWE for female wrestler of the year. They have Rhea Ripley, male wrestler of the year, Cody Rhodes, uh tag team of the year, FTR. There you go. AEW does. It's another team who's not on this show. FTR, you know, uh, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Well that,
0: uh, how th- th- that's the one thing like, looking at, like, okay, you're adding Statlander and and Willow. Like, I'm not opposed to that, but I wish that had been actually established somehow ahead of time. Some of these things. Why, like, FTR versus House of Black should be a thing here. Oh, yeah. Uh, That, like, Mm -hmm. that that has been built up more than a lot of these matches on this show. I don't understand how... I'm not saying I necessarily want, like, a 13th match added, uh, but that match should be happening.
1: Yeah, so we got uh, they had a debut of the year, CM Punk in WWE, breakthrough wrestler of the year, LA Knight, promo artist of the year, MJF. Not bad. Match of the year, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay from Forbidden Door and Wrestle Kingdom. But both those
0: matches, uh, Wrestle Kingdom was better. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Um, best pay-per-view event of the year, WrestleMania 39. Mm, best storyline of the year, Bloodline 2.0. I don't know. I don't know about those two things, but that's what they voted on. And that's what they came up with. Uh, congrats.
0: Hey, I was Rhea Ripley is the biggest star in terms of women's wrestlers, but I don't know about her being women's wrestler of the year. And it feels like she's one of the people that just doesn't wrestle that often, but she's also somebody that I will, I'm not changing the channel when Rhea Ripley's on. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are in that boat for Definitely. various yeah. reasons.
1: Um, so, uh, congratulations on her order for WWE's uh, superstar Shotzi announced that she got married. She eloped. Uh, don't know who her husband is, but uh, we've always if you ever if you follow her on Instagram or any of the other social medias, you he always at the back of his shoulders you see in the back of his head. I'm guessing he's a wrestler. Uh, but Shotzi got married, so congratulations, Shotzi. Uh, let's see some. Uh, so AEW witnessed recent backstage changes over the last week, uh, including the departure of Dana Massey, who's the wife of Matt Jackson, who stepped down from her position as head of AEW's merchandising. The decision appeared to be linked to the handling of her husband's backstage altercation with former AEW World Champion CM Punk. Uh, Massey leaving. Uh, uh, let's see. So it was mentioned, it was brought up, and he and actually uh, Matt Jackson did comment on it. There's. I, <laughs> Not she's not the only one to leave. There's some other execs who also left in the past week or so. What do you think about this? I mean, uh, uh, Massey, it's interesting that Massey had a problem with the way that the punk thing was handled. And, uh, instead of resigning, decided to go her own way. That's what it looks like. And it's like, so it's kind of, I mean, is that more of how her husband, because her husband resigned since then as well, you know? Um, so.
0: this uh i don't know that like not that one specifically but all of them combined is is very strange um you know like thinking about how much has changed in AEW since the beginning um and i i read last night like the players tribune article that mgf wrote um which is really good and it talked a lot about the originals and uh in the company and stuff like that and just to see like QT Marshall, Dana Massey, uh and others and especially in my mind Raphael Morphy. like these people were gigantic parts of that company uh at day one. Um to all be leaving at this point like it to me it's not a great look for AEW. It doesn't it's really starting to not feel like the same company in a lot of aspects like um I mean I even think back to like when, when I did like all the hockey cross, cross promotion stuff, like over a couple of shows and stuff with AEW, which was now four years ago that we were doing all that kind of stuff. The main people that I dealt with in all of that were Raphael Morphy, who's gone, uh, Leva Bates, who's gone, Brandy Rhodes, who's gone, Cody Rhodes, who's gone, all these people like, uh, QT was a huge part of that operation um, in general um, you know I, and most people saw like his matches and stuff or his constant stables that would just disappear and stuff like that um, which side note I, apparently Harley Cameron's really crazy now after QTV just disbanded um, coming out with a knife out of nowhere um, but uh, I don't know it, it just feels to me really really weird because there's been like things here and there over the last couple years so it's just like wow this is this is different this is not something they used to do um this person's gone I can't believe Cody's leaving I can't believe Jade's leaving um this now I mean that like those are big pieces like especially too they talk about like Megas apparently not doing much of the legal stuff anymore um that's kind of switched to the Chris guy like it just I don't know um to me like a lot of the magic like so i'm sure I, i'd be curious like what everybody prefers in their like the, when we get to the point of like five years of be like what was everybody's favorite year or something like that but like for me like i really enjoyed the uh, the original days um the most more than current days and stuff like that and i just to me it's really starting to feel like a completely different company than what they were and that um these changes definitely showcase that more than anything, the fact that none of the elite are on a pay-per-view tonight is is as telling as anything. So I, I wonder what things will be like another year from now, too, as more contracts expire and, and all that kind of stuff. Do you
1: think they're just trying to change their business kind of like the WWE does? Because WWE wrestlers just wrestle. They don't have, really, many of them don't have other jobs in the company. I know that, like, in... In in times of need, like an ECW, I know that bully Ray was like the bookkeeper for, w- for ECW. And pe- a lot of people to Tommy dreamer was doing promotions and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like in WWE, you come in and wrestle, that's all you do. I don't think there's a lot of, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, right. you, know, you know, unless
0: you're like Charles Robinson running ring crew. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, or so yeah, when
1: Jim Ross was there, he was head of talent relationships and also yeah. an announcer. So, you know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it they're trying to get away from wrestlers being and you know involved in running the company? Because it may not be that bad a thing in the long run, you know.
0: I, I don't know if it's that so much. I mean, I get kind of the feeling from like QT's departure that like he might not just be crazy about like the way things have been going, the way things have kind of shifted from what they used to be. It is in so many ways a very different company than it was. I mean, even two years ago. Um, so um, I don't know. I don't think that's a great sign for the company to see those people leaving. And, and like, you know, like everybody will talk uh, about like the ticket sales of AEW and the decline and all that stuff, which is certainly a valid thing to talk about. But uh, I just think like, you know, losing RAF, for example, who's somebody who worked for WWE for so long, also worked for Impact, all that kind of stuff, has connections with all of these arenas. Um, and now like, okay, like he's going to go work for the Barclays center. He doesn't have to travel every week and stuff like that. But to me, like from my interactions with him, uh, at shows in Corpus Christi and Austin and Rochester and stuff like that, like he was a gigantic part of everything coming together, like in inside the arena, like it just like you lose some of those key, key pieces and again like yeah tony Khan is still there but he's also still doing way too much stuff by himself um and at least they've brought in some other people to help creatively like jimmy jacobs um which is huge um stuff like that but like to me it's just it's starting to feel like it's a it's totally a new era uh, of this um and i like you know like uh, i i only had like kind of like a few interactions with dana Massey uh on that stuff um we had to get something cleared with or i don't even remember but um was it the jerseys it, like no uh... i don't remember what it was but because we had something with like oh there was a whole thing where we couldn't um like we were also at the when dynamite was in corpus we were pushing like the wrestling night hockey game coming up a couple weeks after that and then there was like a whole thing where we had to get like approval for like John Huber and Sammy Guevara to be on the same flyer because of separate companies, because all that kind of stuff, whatever. And Dana was like involved in all that kind of getting approved in the flyers and all that stuff. But, um, I do think that that's an area of AEW that is lacking in my opinion is the merchandise side of things. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees does not have the best quality merchandise. I'm just going to say that, whatever. Um, I agree. For that, that's basically like their merch through all these years is pretty much just like, okay, we're going to throw all sorts of random t shirt designs on there, including some really bad ones. Um, But like, they're printed to order. So whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, They can put out as many designs as they want. But it's really just been like t shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees and like the figures from Jazzwares and like, that's it. Like, do you look at like what WWE has, like they've got all sorts of like anything you wanna buy similar to like major sports teams and stuff like that. Like merchandise of anything you could think of and like quality stuff, except for some of them switching more to fanatics, which is garbage. But um, I I just, I I think that's maybe an area they could grow in. Um, And I don't know how much her hands were tied with that and how much she could to, could do and stuff like that. But I think that's really important too for a growing company to have merchandise that people want to have, that they wear, that then grows the, like it builds exposure for the company out there. More people become aware of it and stuff like that. Like, I think that's another huge piece of of the business and stuff. But um, I don't know, it's just, it, it's weird that like, yes, the Bucks resigned, but the fact that the Bucks are sitting at home tonight, probably, and Dana's, leaving the company and stuff like that. Like that, this was their company in the beginning. Like, I don't know.
1: It's changed. That's for sure. It's, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that, uh, you know, it's evolving and, uh, you know, the thing about, yeah, doing your own merch is a a big deal too. You know, I mean, WWE makes more money in merchandise than I think probably anything else they do. So, you know, by far, it's a huge, huge
0: aspect of any kind of, sports-like operation and they also there. yeah I mean, they,
1: they base who gets pushed on who's selling the most a lot of times too so it's like makes sense yeah. you know so you know also talent comes in too but uh, um i have one little piece of news oh yeah uh like uh, one little last piece of news uh, doesn't look uh, excuse me it doesn't look like the boss is coming back to wwe now talks have fallen through between wwe and Mercedes two sides were said to be engaged back and forth in negotiations regarding a potential return for the women's wrestling star however after they fell through and wwe reportedly walked away from the discussion so uh i don't know and
0: she had been kind of teasing some wwe like stuff in the background of some photos She's some selfies she's posted recently and stuff like to that um i uh i would not be surprised i don't know what her health status is right now um, but I, I wouldn't be super surprised if she shows up either tonight or at Wrestle Kingdom this week. Um, I think I, I, I also like now that we're past like that 90 day mark with the WWE releases and stuff, like I would be shocked if we don't get at least one debut tonight. Um, whether that's Nick Nemeth or Mercedes or, um, maybe like mustafa ali in the battle royal or something like there's got to be there's got to be at least one tonight
1: yeah there's I'd be a lot. shocked if there weren't elias <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding I, the
0: one i the one i would really like to see which isn't has nothing to do with wwe releases or whatever but i i really want to see deanna perazzo show up in AEW as possible well she's going to be free
1: agent very soon so uh
0: I think she is now.
1: Is she okay?
0: I, I think she's. I think she's free from the contract now, without a no compete. But
1: yeah. You know, Either you guys get to see Iron Claw. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Looking forward to it. Me too. I uh, Doctor Love.
0: Although I mean, looking forward to it, it's a weird way to say. It. I, I. 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 Don't think. I mean, seeing the reactions of people who have seen it or whatever. You're not going to leave there in the best of moods, but. I mean, I think we kind of all know what's going to happen in the movie. So,
1: yeah, I'm going to say Dr. Love called me up uh, on, um, I think it was Wednesday, and he's like, I'm going. You want to come with me? It's like, dude, I, I have COVID. I'm dying, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, I w- <laughs> he went and saw it still and then wrote me back and said, man, depressing. Good movie, but depressing. It's like, of course. That's, I said, well, let's see. Multiple suicides, uh, another one dying of, we're not sure how it you know, uh, <laughs> you know um you know there's you know it's not a happy ending to the story you know i mean th- there is i guess if you know if the if kevin's kids keep going on you know and uh doing uh you know wrestling or whatever you know maybe getting a chance someplace i think they've wrestled in AEW before i, I think so
0: yeah a well AEW and Ring of Honor in the last couple of weeks um they did some stuff with the the shows in Texas yeah um and i i mean i guess like when they they came in for an MLW show I was at in Dallas a few years back, um, and at that point, Ross and uh, Marshall and Kevin were all living in Hawaii, which really uh, held them back from getting a ton of bookings, not flying in people from Hawaii every day for indie shows and stuff like that, but yeah. uh, apparently they may have all relocated to the Dallas Metroplex, and if that is true, then maybe... Maybe those two, like the two sons, really could pop up on a an actual contract or something. Um, I know they got really good reactions and everything in in their matches these last couple weeks. So
1: we got to see Kevin use a claw on uh, yeah. TV as well. I've been seeing with this picture of danger. Remember this. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> dangerous marriage. Uh, I, I don't know how well it shows up, <laughs> but uh, I just have been sitting in front of me here the, pretty much the whole show. I wanted to pop it up at some point, but I don't have anything else to talk about beyond that. Rob, you've got something going on, right? I saw the some of the the um, the artwork coming up, and uh, you, you, for the you mentioned it uh, was it last two weeks ago. Uh, shows um, that were coming up.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, tomorrow there's a, uh, if anybody is listening in the like tri-state Philly yeah. area, whatever, there's, uh, SPO wrestling's debut, uh, superpowers of professional wrestling that, um, has Tommy dreamer, uh, Johnny cashmere homicide, uh, and a bunch of others, uh, on that that's two 30 tomorrow in Burlington city, New Jersey. Um, so I've been doing a lot of stuff with them, um, on that. And then uh esw announced two gold scorpio uh, will take on channing decker on january 19th uh in niagara falls new york really looking forward to that show a lot um and then yeah some more stuff uh, around the corner after that but a lot of that stuff dies down a little bit this time of year because it's i don't want to jinx anything but it's supposedly winter um and i love it uh so oh, i saw flakes um, coming down
1: just a little no, while ago no 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 You better not have.
0: Um, I thought I saw him out my window
1: here in front of me. So it was like, uh, but nothing significant. So
0: I think it's supposed to be like 40 for the Bills game tomorrow, right? Probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Last Bills home game of the year. It's the last day of the year. Another trap game. Last day of the year as well. Um, You guys got any plans for the, for the uh, new year's holiday?
0: Nope. Not really yeah winter winter classics on new year's day all that kind of like regular stuff but
1: if anybody wants covid they can come over and visit me okay no i don't have covid anymore i mean i'm not i'm not at least i don't think you know i've I've quarantined long enough and uh uh you know i i think i'm good now i'm starting to feel a little bit better just a little bit but man this one kicked my butt big time so uh i gotta get i'm probably gonna call it a night and watch football up until and then maybe uh, Ryan Seacrest at midnight or something like that. Um, Yeah,
0: I I've been awake for every uh, New Year's midnight in my life, but I don't expect to go to bed early tonight, depending on whenever the media scrum ends after World's End. Oh, yeah. And then USA Slovakia at 6 a.m. tomorrow. But then there's not really enough time. I mean, maybe I could get a nap in after that before the Bills game. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to still be awake at midnight tomorrow. Yeah, it's,
1: so. I, there's been years I haven't and it's like, but it, you know, I, it's okay. I mean, it's, you know, it's nothing different than, you know, it's just, we're changing. You to start writing new numbers on your checks when you write them, you know? Who writes uh, checks still? Sorry, old guy does, so, uh. <laughs>
0: The yeah. weirdest thing for me was one year that we were in, uh, when I was working in Chicago, we had a road game in Muskegon, Michigan on New Year's Eve. And so after the game, we got on the bus, come back to Chicago, and uh, we hit New Year's Eve on Eastern time. Uh, and then we crossed into Central time, and then we hit New Year's Eve again. All right. right. like the bonus. Yeah. It's very, very strange night.
1: I used to work for a radio network back in like, oh, 1993. And uh, we were, we did all four time zones when I worked overnight. So it was like I started at two. So at two, I only had two time zones to hit because it was two in the morning when we started in the East Coast. So it already had been New Year's. But I remember going through, I remember being there for every one. So it was like all four. Very, you know, you'd have to pretend it was the new year. It's like, and if you're in Los Angeles, happy new year's, you know, and fun stuff like that, you know. But uh, yeah, that's that's about the most exciting. I can't think of anything, you know, but beyond, uh, I'll probably be uh, vegging on the couch. And I think there's there's football, there is football. The bills are tomorrow, right? And there's uh, there's I think there's football today too, isn't there?
0: There's one game tonight, the Cowboys Lions. But not not one that really impacts the Bills' whole situation. Well, so.
1: I'm, in, I'm in two championship games. Uh, uh, our friend Murph, you might remember Murph. Uh, he, uh, I'm in the championship game of his league. Uh, and I'm mean also in uh, Joe C., who used to be uh, on the show. Joe C., the phone screener. If you guys are historians of the pain clinic, you have to go back a bit for Joe C. But jo- I'm in Joe C.'s championship game against him, in fact. Uh, so... I'm going to be making some mucho money, you know. But uh, I, I didn't know that I had actually won because I was so sick on Christmas that uh, the, the the late game determined it because I have, um, uh, what's his name, from the 49ers running back, and he uh, he had good – McCaffrey. Team. Yeah, McCaffrey had just good enough game that I won. I won, like, by three points, I think, or whatever. But
0: uh, Remember when there was a brief rumor that he was going to come to the Bills?
1: Oh, I would love that. He was well. Not was, that they need him
0: necessarily was, with Cook getting better. This is wrestling, but yeah, I don't know. That would have been that would have been awesome to get him here. Yeah, he, he's well, so good. I
1: remember when he was traded. I was surprised to hear that they wanted to trade him from Carolina. So it would have made sense come to Buffalo with most of the Carolina guys when they get cut come to Buffalo anyway. So, or some of them do. I will say not all of them, but uh, some quality guys. So, so anything else that we're missing that I want to talk about before we get out of here? I'm getting green. No, I think we're good. I'm getting green light. So uh, green light's going to be here at one o'clock to hook me up. I'm super excited because as much as uh, the other place uh, I've been going with since, I don't know, since the show started, I've been with this other company for mm-hmm. internet provider.
0: This and- other company that just left me a one minute voicemail yesterday about how I could save 50% of my bill with them when I haven't had their service in four years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say that they promised me 300 down and I get about 75. It doesn't, you know, when I'm in the ethernet, which should be the maximum amount, um, you know, and uh, up they up, the upload is only like 10, which this is going to be I uh, 500 down 500 up. I'm getting for $30 less a month. I'm not trying to say they're uh, you know they, they they sponsor us or anything, but it it will it'll help me out in the long run when I have to upload these shows to the TV channel, and it doesn't take me four hours to get the show up onto the TV channel. So I want to thank everybody for uh, being with us this year. 2023 has been a crazy year. This is the end of it, the last show of the year, um, and uh, you know it was a heck of a time to get COVID. I'll tell you that uh, because it's like uh, it. Maybe, I, I'll never forget the holidays. That's why I say 2023 is bad because it's like, and it's like, that's why I like even numbers, but you're like odd oh, numbers. I get it. Um, but um, thank you for everybody. We'll be back next year. Uh, I think our, let's see. The first show will be what the sixth. I think I can't remember. Yeah. So we'll be back next Saturday same bat time same bat channel. Thank you so much for following and being with us and thank you everybody in the chat room man. We couldn't do it without you all. So have a great have a great rest of your year and we'll see you in 2024.